Now then, pay attention. What follows is an entertaining and informative discussion about photography. There may be some technical information, so feel free to take notes. I urge you to pay close attention as the cast speak an American form of English. Now, I've been given some notes, and the show appears to be recorded in a garage by our Michael Goodman and Chums. It says here that one of his pals, also Mike, cooks Vickers, so we should consider our missionary position. Seriously, who wrote this? Do we know him one of them, Mike? And this one, Angela Dominatrix? I'll be very cross if someone is making fun of these people. They're doing their best and deserve your support. Anyway, they appear to concentrate on film photography, which has nothing to do with the cinema and seems to predate cameras with fingers. I'm sure it will make sense. So if you're ready, I'll have someone press the play button. Any questions? Right, carry on. Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 377.5. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave here in Louisville, Kentucky, a chilly Louisville, Kentucky, and it is the new year, and hopefully everyone had a happy new year, and uh, this is going to be kind of our little our little new year uh, special edition show, I guess. Um, a huge thanks to Paul Friday for sending the intro to this uh, this particular episode. Uh, he's uh, joined the intro competition contest submit intro submission competition and uh <laughs> and uh paul has put in a, a very uh british slant i believe to uh to our uh to the uh i don't know the some of the cast names particularly uh apparently uh, andre is now uh angela dominatrix or something like that but uh uh but you know we'll see we'll see if uh andre is up to that up the up to that special uh name uh, on this podcast tonight. so, <laughs> so oh, uh, but thank you paul uh, for the intro and folks there's still time to get in on the intro contest uh you know all you got to do is uh, record some sort of intro making fun of us in any way you know how and i'll expertly insert the uh the, you know the theme music behind it and uh we'll play it at the beginning of one of these shows uh at some point when they all dry up when people stop sending them in we'll have uh the winner determined by mr mike williams and um uh and he has a hoga to give away uh to the winner of the intro contest and like i say it's a it's a hoga that's previously been fingered by mr andre dominatrix uh so <laughs> Uh, that's, that's just, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, you should you should uh, you should love to get your hands on that. So, uh, but anyway, let's let's get to the the co captains that are here tonight. Uh, Miss Jessica Jones could not join us tonight. She has uh, lost power again. And uh, this time, I don't think she has the uh, the proper battery operated devices to uh, uh, to join us tonight. So, <laughs> but hopefully, the the, the battery operated devices she needs are still in good order. So, uh, but uh, yeah, she's uh, without power, and I think she's also taking a trip tomorrow. So, uh, could not join us tonight. But we have our other two co captains, and that's uh, that's enough to get the job done. And so, we'll start out in Los Angeles, California, La La Land, the city of angels. Mr. Andre Dominguez, how you doing tonight, Andre? Doing well, Mike. I'm uh, wrapped up in a couple blankets here because L.A. is definitely feeling a little chilly tonight. I imagine, yeah. It's kind of a, it's cold all over the, the, the U.S. from what I understand. Someone told me that there's snow in Florida today or something like that. So it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the world's coming to an end, I believe. And, and 2022 just started. So the way to start out, right? So, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, that's, you know, it's just going to get better from here. That's, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. But um, all right, let's get out to uh, Bowling Green, California. And that'll be uh, Miss Roxana Angles. How are you doing tonight, Roxana? 
I'm doing great. And the grass is green all the way out here. And now Indio, California, um, right next to the polo field. So there's lots of green grass, quite literally. And it's really cold also yeah, <laughs> yeah, freezing yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, of course what you what you guys consider freezing might not be freezing some people but i mean i'm sure it's i'm sure i'm sure you guys are or i'm sure you guys are wearing like uh you're you're, you're actually uh not wearing bathing suits so that's yeah. a, that's that's a coat you guys wear, so. long johns long johns and like thermals and coats because you know and then people from other places come here and they're in t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> like you right. guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, birds are like, it's so nice outside. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that warm weather has made your all's blood thin, man. So that's a, uh, that's, that's a problem. You gotta get, you gotta get that, that blood all, all sluggish like mine with uh, ice in it. And then, it, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, uh, this is like, you know, it's, it's a new year. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's almost like, I guess it's like every podcast, um, they have this obligation to do this at the first show of every year. Uh, we're, we're no, uh, and we're no, uh, we're not going to be able to, to fight that, that trend. So I guess we got to talk about, you know, a little bit about what we thought about, uh, uh, 2021 and then what, what we kind of thinking what we're looking forward to in 2022. Uh, so I think that's what we're going to do with this first segment. We're also going to have some, some listener interaction on the show in the second and third segment as well. But, uh, uh, we'll start right now. Let's, um, I guess we'll start with our thoughts about uh, 21 first, uh, uh, looking back at 21. So uh, I guess we'll start with Andre. We always do. Andre, what do you think about uh, 2021? If you look back at it, what was your highs and your lows of that uh, of that uh, um, strange and uh, not quite the year we hoped it would be? <laughs> so. um, I mean, I guess that a good a good chunk of the of the year was really just this big holding pattern i mean it it took until you know close to the middle of the year to get vaccinated and and feel comfortable you know going out and being in spaces with people again and once that had happened you know there was at least on, on on my end in my neck of the woods there was this really kind of sort of uh if not open season like a, an excitement for people to start meeting up again uh things like beers and cameras started having events again um just going on photo walks with people me and and, and kukovica really started uh strengthening our our, our relationship um <laughs> went on tons of photo trips and you know for a, a good chunk of it you know it it, it felt like things were starting to return back to to normal um uh mike helped me set up some blackout curtains for my home dark room and you know encouraged me to to get back into it still haven't done a whole lot uh still very behind on my silver linings project prints but you know it's it's been a difficult year for sure but it does seem like things are are turning around I've definitely been shooting more in the past uh, six months than I did the the first six months of the year. And, you know, I I look forward to a a variety of personal projects um, that are soon to be started, I would like to think. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk more about the whole, you know, scanning, rescanning the whole archive thing and all that jazz a little bit later. But 
yeah, those are kind of my my general uh, impressions. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you also, I mean, well, I mean, Andre, you can't complain about 2021 uh, that much. I mean, you did. I mean, like I said, you're in a new relationship. You know, you're falling in love and all that. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, and the person has shares an interest in photography. And uh, so, you know, I mean, I think it's it's great, right? We are talking about Mike, Mike Kukovica, right? We're not talking about somebody else. Anyway. <laughs> love you, Kooks. Miss you, bud. <laughs> Thank you for a wonderful anniversary trip out to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> nice all right well roxana what do you uh what's your, what's your thoughts uh general uh highs and lows of of 21 oh my gosh guys it was a <laughs> yeah. roller coaster for me i i feel so happy that i'm a homeowner now nice, i'll yeah. tell you that process i know it's not photography related but it impacted <laughs> my whole mental state because it was so stressful. <laughs> it was crazy. So I spent half a year, I feel, in escrow because I bought a new build house and it was being built as um, we were going through the process. Um, so, and in that, you know, I was trying to use my dark room in my old house as much as possible because I knew that my new house wouldn't have a dark room. So that's okay. something I'm really kind of, I know that we have the space to expand um and to make it happen but it's still super new so losing mm-hmm. a dark room but i'm a homeowner so that's really yay <laughs> that's <laughs> yes, a huge yeah. celebration um and you know i think that it was funny because i was talking with um brian about this how this time last year everybody was like okay bring on 2021 2020 right. is over yeah. things are good now things are good jump the gun a little bit apparently yeah 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 i mean it's evened out but it wasn't as uh you know i feel like at least in my circle everybody was like all of a sudden the year was going to change and it was magically all going to get better. <laughs> I was I was telling my kids this on New Year's Eve. Uh, we didn't do anything. We just kind of stayed home and uh, uh, and and uh, you know and we didn't even have our usual New Year's party. None, none of that stuff. And because you know COVID has been spreading quite a bit, so we just you know, just just stayed home with the family. Uh, of course, my son's home from college. And I was telling them on New Year's Eve. I said it's really kind of strange, like because we we went outside at midnight to listen to what a bunch of people were shooting fireworks and stuff when uh, midnight struck. And and of course, you got a bunch of people out shooting guns. And I think, oh, God, please should be shooting those guns in the ground. Don't shoot the guns in the air. Those bullets have to come down, people. They have to come down somewhere. Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but I was telling them, I was like, it's really odd how we as human beings really celebrate uh, uh, a clock striking midnight on a man-made calendar that really has no uh, no bearing on anything. <laughs> <laughs> like suddenly it's a new year. Everything's going to change. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a, the clock changed on a man-made time and calendar system. <laughs> like, you know, like, Damn, we're getting, we're getting existential on <laughs> negative positive tonight, folks. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We hey, any any chance I've got to celebrate and, and uh, have some uh, some adult beverages, I, I, I'm all for it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot it down too much, but it seems, seems seems a bit of an odd holiday. But uh, uh. Oh, it it is it is. But you know, as long as it's but it does give us a chance to to think about the last year. So it does. It's a chance to re- reset. You know, you can reset it's things a, reset. a little bit. 
Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And I think the reset is always nice. It's like, okay, what did I like? And what, what do I keep on wanting to do that I like from last year? It's like, okay. I yeah. love that, you know, I really liked when so many limitations are put on you, how creative you have to get with sometimes your photography and take a look at like what is within your own bubble instead of going to a million other places to go find it. So I feel like that's something that I definitely learned in both 2020 and 21 is, you know, how to push myself with these limitations. Mm -hmm. I always love that. I love the... Um... The uh, the uh, the saying I've said here many times I don't even know where I got it from. It's, I'm sure somebody much smarter than me came up with it. But I, I love the saying. It's uh, limitations breeds creativity, and I think it's just a yeah. uh, just a just it always seems to be true. So uh, there, there's something to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that's that's where I'm gonna let. That's where 2021 is for me. It was all about the it, whether it was time constraints or um not being able to go places limitations definitely um it, it let the creative thrive in my yeah. life <laughs> very good very good uh yeah for me 2021 20, i mean i gotta say it's probably uh the least i've shot since since uh, returning to film and uh, since uh, start, definitely starting the podcast, uh, I've, I've shot less in 21 than any year before uh, since I made my big triumphant return to analog. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's fine. I, I found uh, I found that like the whole situation with where we were uh, with, you know, you know, COVID and just the, the, everything and the way we've kind of become hermits a little bit from just not used to being around people. <laughs> we just, you know, like I, I remember my buddies were playing a show uh, 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 at this out, outdoor facility. It was like, oh, gosh, it was early fall. And uh, I was sitting on the couch and I must have debated like two hours whether or not I was going to go. Like nor like a, a year or two ago, I'd have been like, I'm going. And I, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I, I literally had to like think, do I really want to get out of the house and get around people? You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up going and I really enjoyed it. And I saw some friends I hadn't seen in a long time and uh, ended up having a great time. But uh, but it took me like a two hour pep talk to get off the couch and be like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I and like I literally waited to the last minute and got there just as my buddy's band was starting to play. So it kind of worked out perfectly. I got there right on time. But uh, uh, <laughs> I, didn't have to, I didn't have to see a bunch of bands I didn't like before them or something. So, you know, but uh, so uh, but yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's been weird for me. Like uh, I just uh, um haven't uh i can't say uh i lost the love of photography or anything i just wasn't motivated to do it i i, I just kind of concentrated on my, my other passion of, of making music and i guess really 21 for me that's that's that was the year for me i just i put out a ton of music i think i put out like i don't know 12 albums <laughs> in a year that's <laughs> now, awesome. Now, that's granted, awesome. yeah I, i'm really proud of them and i'm proud of it i mean it's granted it's all like simple like soundtrack music or whatever but it was fun it was fun it's something i've never done before and i've never uh put out that quantity or written that amount of music ever in my life and uh uh so that that uh, that was kind of the highlight uh, uh for 21 for me but as far as photography the only real highlight i had was uh florida the florida trip i 
uh, got some, uh, some good, uh, family portraits there. And then, uh, um, the, uh, and then just getting my, uh, my oldest son into photography now. And, um, so I've been, uh, you know, uh, talking with him about photography and, uh, sent him to college after Thanksgiving with a camera and some film. And he shot three rows of film in three weeks, which I, I think tied my output for, uh, <laughs> for 2021 in film shooting. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, the uh, so I, I guess sometime in this next week we're gonna develop his film and uh, take a look at what he what he took and and I, maybe I can give him some critique when he goes back up to college in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll be sending him back up with the camera again and some film. So, um, but yeah, kind of got a little bonding with my my oldest son. Um, we already kind of share the music bond. Now we sh- share the photography bond. So uh, I think it's uh, that that's probably my highlight for twenty one. It's just uh, seeing my oldest son kind of. Uh, you know, uh, following the footsteps of the old man, you know, that's, uh, that's uh, not, not a bad thing. So, uh, that's, that's probably my highlight. So, yeah. Rocking a Pentax, no, no less, right? Yes. Yes. I got him up there with a working man's camera. I mean, he is probably one of the poorest kids at that college. Yeah. There's a lot of rich kids. Up there, so <laughs> so got to represent the working man up there, you know, so, uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just all, all good there, but, um, uh, all right. Well, that's uh, kind of our, our our basic thoughts on 21. So um, I guess we got to talk about, you know, what we're looking forward to in, in 2022, the new year. We're resetting, we're recharging. And, uh, you know, we're just going to we're going to change the world this year. I can just feel it. And uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm thinking we, we might be uh, we might be uh, uh, shooting too far on this <laughs> again. But, but, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, but we'll see. We'll see. It's always hope. Right. You got to have hope. So um, let's uh, I can start with Andre, Andre, what you, what's your, what are you looking forward to in 2022? What do you think, uh, your, personally, your photography, maybe even some thoughts on where the industry is going and, uh, um, and just, uh, just general in the, the community, all that kind of stuff. What are you thinking about 2022? Uh, yeah, sure thing. Um, one thing that's, that's been pretty pivotal to me in the past, uh, few weeks that I think is really going to set the stage for my photography moving forward is uh, the purchase of a digital camera. Now, before everybody gets up in arms, I primarily <laughs> bought it. <laughs> I primarily bought it to kind of complete the the cycle of uh, getting into digital camera scanning. And uh, I've spent the past uh, couple weeks organizing my entire archive. So, you know, since <laughs> when was it? I think like May of 2015. <laughs> Uh, was when I started shooting film. Uh, putting all that into chronological order, giving every single print file a label, and uh, then starting to scan everything in. And if it sounds like an extremely boring project, it absolutely is. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's really something that I've been dragging my feet on and has been so, so necessary. A, because I had done a bad job in the past of backing things up. I didn't have multiple copies. I didn't have, like, you know, cloud-based storage or anything like that. Now I've got all that figured out. Big shout-out to the help that I received both from Mike Kukavica and Bill Manning on figuring out how to organize, you know, create a file uh, a file uh, storage structure system thing. Um and also how to use Lightroom more effectively than I had been in the past. But really what I'm hoping that this does is give me a system where all the new stuff that I'm shooting can just slot into it really easily. 
one of the the annoying parts about not having done something like this from the beginning was that it was such a big project that I never wanted to take the time to actually do it because I knew how big it was going to be. Whereas now if I go for, you know, a few weeks, a month or so without having, um, you know, put things where they need to be, it's relatively easy to just start at the back of the, of the line and then just roughly put things in order. I'm not too picky about exactly what days certain things were shot on or, or what days I finished certain roles or what day they were developed because a lot of, and I think a lot of people are like this. I've got film in multiple cameras at the same time or multiple film holders. So as long as it's more or less chronological, it's fine. And I've been exploring the whole, um, you know, keywording features within Lightroom and that's helping me, you know, kind of categorize things really well. And the goal is that not only will it be a great foundation for, organizing my future photography but a fantastic resource for looking into the past i already did a post in the facebook group where i just uploaded all 36 or i think it was 24 it was like a 24 exposure roll of fuji superior 400 that i shot with my first camera and i posted that and encouraged people to if they have access to their scans in in a not too difficult to to look up kind of way to spend some time examining your first role could be your first ever role or your first role since you returned to film photography if that's the case for you and just you know look at what it was that caught your eye back then or you know some composition i don't don't know if i want to do that my first (laughs) was pretty bad (laughs) i mean mine wasn't great either it wasn't terrible but there's definitely some interesting uh lessons to be learned from that um and uh using this as a way to kind of like look backward i think it's really gonna make me excited about sharing to instagram because the way that i like to do my feed is is curated it's a it's a careful curation of what i think is my proudest photographic work um and right now it's completely blank and empty because i archived everything and with this whole keywording thing in in Lightroom, I can have an idea of, okay, I'm in the mood to spend a little bit of time looking at, uh, you know, black and white uh, candid portraits that I've taken on the street. Using those keywords, I can look it up and look at like, you know, 50 photos and then using like the star system or whatever, narrow that down to, to three that I really like and then post them as a as a series so i'm really looking forward to all the 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 exciting applications of actually having a um a usable archive to look back on both in a digital form in terms of the lightroom catalog with the keywords and everything as well as the physical form given that uh, i think it was both sherry christensen and ed conde that turned me on to a feature within Lightroom's print module where you can essentially create a digital, a very simple digital contact sheet where it puts like the thumbnails of the selected photos onto, you know, whatever size you want. You can choose how many columns and rows uh, you have. And that is going to allow me to print them on my HP Instant Ink printer while using a whole lot less ink than actually putting the print file sleeve on a large light table 
taking a picture of it, inverting it, since you can choose to have the background be white. So not only will the entire like digital database be easy to access and searchable, but as I'm flipping through the uh, the actual negative sleeves in the binder boxes, in front of every print file sleeve of the negatives will be a HP Instant Ink uh, Lightroom print module assisted uh, contact sheet so that I can you know, just flip through without having to put some kind of light source underneath every single one. That is wow. so cool, Andre. You're going to have to show me how to do that. That's, yep. That sounds, because I did something very similar not that long ago where I went through everything and I organized it. And I mean, just even going forward, that's an amazing idea. Yeah, like I, I really am excited to be able to just like, you know, think of, you know what, I remember a, a picture that I took um, of Mike in Brazil, <laughs> you know, a very, very wonderful, like, side portrait that I took of Mike Kukovica at sunset in Kingman, Arizona. <laughs> I want to make a beautiful darkroom print of that. I can just search those terms in, in Lightroom, find what, <coughs> what, uh, what negative sleeve number that is, and then go into my binders, you know, find that one, take it out. If I if I've scanned it, not super high resolution. If I wanted to print it digitally, then I could rescan that at a higher resolution, or you know, print from that negative. So it's it's really I think going to be the the biggest actual change to my photography workflow moving forward into 2022. Like new gear is always fun and. You know, I'm I'm interested in getting into some motion stuff with my eight millimeter movie camera. I want to be doing more uh, slide portraits with uh, you know Ektachrome as well as starting to play around with that Adox black and white reversal kit. There's a bunch of stuff that I that I want to try out this year, but definitely I want the highlight of this conversation on the podcast to be uh, letting people know how much uh, this whole process of going back and organizing the archive and then rescanning everything, given that I didn't have access to any scans, is uh, gonna be for me moving forward. And if you are interested in doing something like that yourself, um, I've, very, I've been you know, very lucky to have received a bunch of tips from people you know, all throughout the community. So if you wanna do something like this, feel free to reach out. And I'd be happy to pass on some tips. Awesome. And the nice thing is, once you, you know, now that you have a system, you can stay on top of it. That's the main thing. Yes. So, yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, that's kind of your photography. We'll, we'll get, there's another subject I want to hit on about 2022, but we'll, we'll keep it our photography at this point. Um, uh, Roxana, where do you see 2022 and your photography? Any, uh, any uh, plans, thoughts looking ahead of this year, what you're wanting to accomplish? You know, it's funny that you were talking about your music and it, I think that with photography, so much art is often wrapped in it. It's like, and I really am looking forward to exploring a lot more mixed media with mm. my photography. Like it's just, um, I feel like it just all correlates. I've always said like different film stocks are kind of like different like 
paints, like going from acrylic to watercolor. It's like choose what your what medium you want and get a different look. But I really want to start integrating more different arts along with my photography. I've been exploring different alternative photography methods and things. And I think that that just it sounds fun. It sounds uh-huh. like a, a good avenue to go down because I've always, you know, I've been doing a lot more painting. I've been doing a lot more sketching. And I want to integrate it with photography because I haven't stopped. I haven't put down my camera either. (laughs) So, and I've seen some really amazing work where people utilize, I, I went to an art show and I saw this photographer who, you know, and I've done painting over photographs in the past, but he was like, he did these large scale canvas photographs and then he painted for them and it just looked horrible so I want to explore a little bit more of that maybe using other things and textures and 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 just kind of deep diving into that that's kind of what I want 2022 to be a piece of at least because you know Mm -hmm. how you know how I get bored of one thing though you guys that that might be (laughs) me month so then I'm gonna be like I'm doing something new now (laughs) (laughs) but as of right now I think I want to go into mixed media and I think it'll be a lot of fun Oh, very cool. It's going to be fun to watch uh, you, you go through that process and and tell us about it on the podcast as well. So it'll be uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah we, got a, we, got a, we got a real uh, got a real renaissance person here on the podcast here, Andre. Real, 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 uh, real, real renaissance person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in so many ways, like uh, I, I remember the the copy of Roxana's zine that we received that was like mm-hmm. hand hand bound. Yeah. Like. In so many ways, Roxana, you a lot of your photography is already mixed media, especially in in the ways that they've been presented. And so it feels like a very natural progression to the experiments that you've already been doing in the past. And I'd really look forward to seeing what what more that you know what other forms that take shape in. Yeah, I well, thank you, Andre. I just, you know, I just always feel like it's, um, why not? I always feel like it's just, it's just stuff. And let's, let's make something really cool out of all of this, these different materials. And let's see what we can do and mess up a million times along the way. <laughs> no, it's part of the fun part of the fun right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right let's make a million mistakes before i come up with something i actually like <laughs> <laughs> just makes it just makes the uh, the uh, when you finally successful it makes it, uh, it makes, makes you appreciate it even that much more right so yeah <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, we look forward to that. That's that's awesome. Um, I I kind of feel like I, I'm somewhat, uh, maybe somewhat thinking, uh, not not exactly like you are, Roxana, but um, I do. Obviously, uh, my goal for 2022 obviously has to be to shoot more. Like I have to get out and start shooting more. <laughs> one, one thing I did find the few uh, in the last month or two, the few times I've been out with a camera or had a camera with me, is I've been in this habit of talking myself out of taking pictures rather than just take normally, you know, in the past I would just take the photo and like, and then I'm lately I'll be like, 
no, I don't really need to take that picture. Why, why do I want to take that picture? And I, I, I catch myself talking out of uh, myself out of taking a shot, even when I'm standing there and I have the camera and I have the film, I'm ready to go. And I, oh, no, I don't need to take that shot. And like, I don't know where that's coming from. That's something I need, I need to break because I'm like, uh, Mike, you haven't really shot anything all year. You go ahead and take the picture. Uh, you know, it's not like your hard drive's getting really f- filled up with all that photography you did uh, in 2021. So, so it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I keep doing that. That's, that's a little habit I need to break. So that's uh, kind of my first uh, goal there is a shoot more and, and quit talking myself out of taking shots. But because uh, uh, it's, you know, it's yes, just film. Yes. <laughs> and, and also, like, you know, the thing is, like, uh, you never you only really regret the shots you don't take. You don't I mean, you may not like the shots you take, but, uh, you know, if you don't like them, you just don't do anything with them, you know. But like you, you, you're more likely to regret not taking the shot than taking the shot, you know. So I don't know where that mentality is coming uh, from uh, here recently, but that's that's one I, I got to get that one out of there. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. And like the other thing, uh, speaking of the mixed media, um, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, I think when I was on Analog Talk, they asked me if uh, if I had been interested, ever interested in doing any YouTube. And I thought and I told them at the time that I'd been thinking about it and I'm still thinking about it. And I think when I go, when I do go out and shoot, um, here that in this next year, I do want to try to video, uh, a little bit while I'm out shooting and try to make, uh, I don't know if it'll, if it'll become something I'll do and regularly or, uh, but we, you know, we have this negative positives, uh, YouTube channel that we've never put anything on. And uh, so it's sitting there, it's dormant, it's waiting. And I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll give it a, give it a shot. Maybe the next time I, I go out shooting, I'll, I'll try to do some video. I'm sure it won't be as professional as all these fine people in the community that do these YouTube, uh, videos and all this stuff. But, and I don't know that I'll bring anything new to the table, uh, that, that uh, other people aren't doing 10 times better or a hundred times better than I'll do. But I think it's something I want to try, you know, it, it, it might actually, uh, even motivate my photography a little bit, just, uh, the idea of, uh, putting together a little YouTube video to go along with it, I think would be kind of fun. It may be way more work than, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's way more work than I, than I know it is. <laughs> so I, I may do it one time and be like, Oh, that's far too much work. I'll never do this again. <laughs> but, but, uh, I don't know. I, it's just, just where it's at. I, I, I want to try it. And so, uh, we'll see. Uh, that's, that's one of my goals It's like, uh, cause I've been thinking about it for a while about YouTube and, and, and the power of it and how uh, maybe we can harness it a little bit for this podcast. And, uh, so I, I don't know. It's just it's on my mind. So I need to need. I'm gonna give it a shot, and we'll see see what it, what happens if I can get that off the ground. But uh, I've also been thinking about doing a uh, a YouTube channel on music somehow. But I think the thing with YouTube, and I, I feel the same way about the negative positives YouTube channel. If we ever like do anything with it, is um, I would hope that you know I can bring something new to the table. If I was to do like a music. Uh, uh, YouTube channel or whatever. Uh, uh, there's so many people out there doing it. What, what can I bring to the table? What, what, what you know, what can I do that would be uh, a different take or, or a different spin on something? So that's something else that's been kind of across my mind, which, you know, would also uh, allow me to use some photography possibly as well. And, and, and that, so, uh, I don't know. I think if, if anything, I just want to shoot more and I am, uh, thinking about the possibilities of YouTube and how I can, might be able to use it um, uh, within our uh, our platform and maybe my own platform uh, with music. So that's kind of where I, what I'm thinking about for 2022. Now you know me; it probably none of this will happen. And uh, you know, so. the, thing is, the thing is that your perspective is already so unique that just being you and doing it 
I think would already have a unique presence. Like I wouldn't even worry about what other people are doing. I think that'd be really cool. Like if you did something like that, I mean, honestly, I think that you could just integrate it. Like why even like make it bigger? You could make it integrate the two because it's all art. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, seriously, you make such rad music and, awesome. and with the photography stuff, you could integrate the two. I would watch it. I think that'd be rad. Mm, well thank you yeah I, I, yeah i just i think it's i think it's a, like a lot of things i don't know if you guys are like this i, I was like this before i started uh, recording all these albums like uh, i think the hardest part uh, about was when i started doing the music thing uh, recording music here in the garage here uh, uh when, when it was the hardest part was hitting record the first time you know like what am i going to do what do i want this to sound like what am i aiming for here and i and i, and I, I, I way overthought it and finally i just said you know what hell with it i just got to hit the record button and just start recording things and I'll, where it goes it just goes and quit trying to overthink it before you even hit record you know and i feel like that's sort of the way with starting any project you have to get out of your mind a little bit and just start it and uh you know eventually uh it, it the first couple of things may not uh, end up being used or, or take you where you want it to go but it'll lead you where you need to go to where you can get to uh you know what uh, what you're actually wanting to do with this with this project so i think the thing is you just got to start it sometimes and quit overthinking it and talking yourself out of starting it you know so that's the that's the big hurdle i think amen yeah yeah so okay well i think that's kind of uh, our, our general personal goals for 2022 i think we, we set some high goals and uh uh new year's 2023 uh, hopefully we'll we'll be happy about what we said here today <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll see about that um i think the, the last thing i want to touch on um with 2022 is just some general thoughts uh, uh we're getting almost uh, 40 minutes in this first segment so kind of uh, we'll try to make it a little concise but uh, i'm talking mostly to andre here but uh but uh, so <laughs> but uh uh where we think the uh about the industry the community uh, more like uh in general uh i think uh you know one well i'll go ahead and start uh, that, with my thought on it maybe that'll lead you guys to where, what i'm trying to get at here but you know there's been a lot of talk about the uh, price increases the film price increases and stuff and you know it's been talked on on several uh, uh podcast episodes and stuff and matter of fact um Sven Olav Humberset just put out a Viewfinder Vikings Christmas party episode. And uh, I sent in a call in for that episode because they asked me to be on it, but I, I couldn't uh, make the time they were recording. Uh, so I sent in a call in to basically give them a subject that I would want to talk about if, if had I been on there. And my subject was, do you think the price increases will discourage uh, people, uh, new people from getting into film photography? And, uh, you know, I, I think the people that are in it already, I think we're in it to win it. We're here for the long haul, but. Uh, you know, we've seen amazing growth in photography, film photography in the last several years. Uh, do we think price increases will discourage new, new people from trying it? Will they look at the film price and be like, man, I don't know, that's kind of an expensive thing to just try out. And I don't even know if I'm going to like it. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't really think it's, it's going to be a problem. Um, uh, I, one thing that I hear people say a lot is like, well, if you look at the adjusted uh, inflation, film is no more expensive than it was back in the 90s or in the 80s and all this. And I, I get that sentiment, but we've been used to paying these film prices uh, at a lower price for you know quite a while here at a depressed price, I guess you could say. And uh, I don't care that it's the same price now that the price increases now. It's the same as we used to pay for film back in the day. 
back in the day, we only had film to choose. If you wanted to shoot photograph, photographs, you had to shoot film and you had to pay that price. Now you have digital. It, it, there is another option. You don't have to shoot film. And so I, I, I think the film price increases. You can't just um, say, well, this isn't going to affect anything because this is what film used to cost all the time anyway. This is what <laughs> film should cost. Well, yeah, but back then they didn't have digital as an alternative. Now they do. So I, I, I do wonder if that could uh, – you know, it, it dissuade uh, people from getting in to, new people getting into film photography or even people that are on a limited budget. Can they afford to keep this, this hobby up? Uh, uh, will they have to at least shoot less or, uh, you know, there's, I, th I think it's a, an interesting conversation, but I think that's, that's one thing uh, for 2022 that I, I'm going to be interested to see. Do we see uh, a little bit less growth in the film community, uh, film photography uh, hobby or whatever, or will it just keep on chugging along? You know, so that's, that's, uh, that would be my question for, for 2022 and that's something i'll be kind of looking forward to seeing so i don't know what, what are you guys thoughts about that andre uh roxana why don't you go first sure you know i actually am on i i mean okay seriously i just and i'm going to push at the little inflation button mike because i just went to trader joe's and i'm like wow everything is really expensive right yes. now. yes <laughs> yeah, so it is. i mean i really do but at the same time guess what like i'm very fortunate to where like my work is like okay we're gonna give everybody a raise to like fight inflation and that always is what kind of happens where i feel and not only that i have like so many kids who are interested and their parents are starting to like help them out i don't know I think it's going to oh, keep on good. going. And I think that, you know, the crispiness of digital, which I mean, and I have a digital camera and quite honestly, I use it more for, um, you know, paid work or, you know, photo shoots, just because if you don't know the difference between digital and film, I'm just going to shoot um, digital <laughs> because I <laughs> right, like right. that for my personal stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, I use both, but I, you know, that I feel like when you're tired of everything looking super glossy and perfect and people are, you know, it's old, it looks all the same and people have to manipulate it in Lightroom to give themselves a style with presets or making their own. And, and I, it's, it's great and all, but film is unpredictable. And it's, I think that that thrill, I don't think it's going to go away. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. It's. This is. This. This is the death knell for uh, film photography or anything like that. I, I think by far. I think it actually might be a good thing because you know if Kodak makes more money, uh, Kodak seems to be the one getting the most uh, of the slander about about the film prices. <laughs> if they make more yeah, money and are able to increase their production and make uh, you know make maybe even bring some new films to market or whatever or or, or at least. Uh, keep the, for the the films they have in stock more often. Uh, yeah. You know that can't be a, can't be a bad thing. So yeah, it can't uh, be a bad thing. And guess what, guys? We're getting turquoise. We are getting yep, yep. from turquoise. Can I just say that that is enough said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to, we'll get delivery of that in 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 this year, twenty twenty two. So there you go. So yeah, yeah this is I think that's to. a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I hear you. All right, uh, Andre, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, this is a tricky question. Um, yeah, somebody that works in the industry. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's never one that I really love talking about. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Price increases may deter some new people, but 
the data is showing that there's so many new people that are getting into film right now. I'm sure that, you know, if they hear about what film used to cost, you know, five years ago, they'll be like, damn, I should have gotten into film earlier. But that doesn't mean that they're not getting into it now, you know. Uh And between the multiple options of getting film processed, both at labs, the number of which are like skyrocketing uh, all across the U.S. and around the world, too. We get tons of of emails from, you know, small labs that aren't at the point of like being able to to purchase like large mini lab machines, but are just doing hand processing, um, <coughs> you know, uh, high desert film lab that Roxanne and I went to uh, about a month ago being one of those. There's so many options now when it comes to, you know, the, the processing and the digitizing side of the, of the workflow that are becoming easier and easier that I'm not seeing. And, and none of these labs are seeing less and less new people getting into it. It's actually quite the opposite. Now, the prices need to increase in order for production volumes to increase, as well as in order to train people to maintain the machines that manufacture film (coughs) in order to be able to produce larger and larger quantities of the chemistry that is used to process our film. So prices aren't going anywhere but uh, up uh, across all aspects of, you know, of what it is to to be a film photographer. That includes the cameras, that includes the film itself. But if you look at the at the numbers, like the demand isn't going down, and it's not a question of it's not a case of companies being greedy. Uh, you you physically cannot produce more film at you know a a place like kodak unless you have more people to you know work an extra shift unless you have (coughs) you know more machines capable of finishing the film and you can't do that without increasing prices Mm -hmm. so it's just a reality that we have to you know get used to and and what Roxana was talking about with her digital camera and using it for some things and using film for other things that's something that a lot of people uh are are having to think about these days hell i i just bought a digital camera primarily for scanning but there's definitely you know situations where i think that i would use the camera the digital camera i should say to previs uh something in order to kind of get my angles right figure out what's going to work figure out what time of day that I want to shoot something in and then, you know, shoot it on film because the negative is actually what I'm looking for is that negative that I can then print in the dark room or in order to get the specific look <coughs> from the unique film stock that I don't get out of the digital camera. I can see a lot of people starting to do that. We, we already had, you know, several years ago and people still do it to this day of uh digital photographers buying vintage lenses in order to adapt onto their <coughs> onto their digital cameras in order to give it a, a a more unique look a lo-fi look whatever you want to call it i think the same thing is going to be happening where there's going to be plenty of people that have a digital camera system and a film camera system that share lenses between the two of them 
and have some things that they shoot on digital, some things that they shoot on film, some things that they shoot on instant film, or having an Instax printer at home where they can get any photo that they've taken with their digital camera, with their film camera, with their phone, and then print that onto a little Instax print. I don't, I don't see these necessarily as, as being like hugely detrimental to the industry or the film photography community. I mean, if anything, the thing that is uh, perhaps, a, I mean, and I understand for the people who are, <coughs> you know, working uh, professionals and who are worried that they, their customers may not be willing to eat a, let's say, like a 20% price increase for the cost of their services that they're necessarily going to need to uh, implement in order to offset the 20% increase in materials costs. I understand that that those people are nervous, but when you've got plenty of people who are, you know, we're comfortable buying X number of rolls of film a year, just spending all of their time and energy <coughs> just lambasting the, the, the companies in this industry who are doing everything that they can in order to keep film alive and who literally could be doing anything else with their skills to make more money because you do not get into this industry to get rich. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's just that negativity really bothers me. Yeah, I don't I don't think Kodak's price increases is going to move them back up to like a Fortune 500 company again or something no. like that. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're going to, you know, suddenly uh, uh become uh, you know, what they what they once were, but No. Uh, and, and when you see price increases from the likes of Cinestill, Lamography, Adox, uh Ilford, Kentmere, like everybody, uh, you know, across the entire industry guess what it's not because we're trying to kind of squeeze all the pennies out of people and and you know we're greedy it's because it's necessary in order for growth yeah makes sense uh, I, I think it's generally a positive thing i mean hell i noticed uh, i went to the uh, gas station the other night to uh, buy my, my 30 banger my 30 pack of miller light and it's 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 a, it's a dollar more than it used to be went up a dollar um, a miller light is, is a dollar more expensive and you know what i'm gonna keep buying it i'm gonna keep buying it uh it's not gonna stop me <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, you know if miller light needs to increase their production capability uh they can charge me that dollar you know because they gotta they gotta keep that keep that they got to keep that uh, that golden pilsner uh flowing for me so you know but, uh, <laughs> and this is you know and this is a personal note one thing that i've been noticing <coughs> as i as i go through the archive rescanning everything so there's a lot of stuff that i photographed that you mentioned mike you don't regret taking the photo but i i, I do regret taking a bunch of the, of the photos <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff that you know may have caught my eye but that was there really a need to expose that on film? And maybe my my mind will be changed if I spend another five years uh, without looking at that stuff and, and go back and revisit it. But I'm trying to be a little bit more intentional about my photography. I don't have to be extreme about it or anything, but I definitely do want to, you know, as I pull the camera up to my face, uh, think, you know, is this uh, is this something that 
I really want to 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 capture? Am I going to do something with this photo? Is this a negative that I'll want to print? That I'll want to spend the time and you know resources to process, uh, scan, print in the darkroom? And if you know if the answer is is like ah, I'm not really sure, I may think twice about taking that picture. I don't mean for that to be prescriptive necessarily or say that everybody should do that. But that's definitely something um, not only driven by uh, price increases, but also just by the amount of 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 time. Photographs this, you have. <laughs> the amount of shitty photographs I have and the amount of time that it all takes. I, I want to be more proud of, you know, the, the average photo that I, I take. There's a lot of stuff that I was doing that I'm sure contributed to my learning over the course of the years, but I don't feel like I need to take, you know, a lot of those kinds of photos anymore. I want to focus more on, you know, trying to make images that I'm really, really proud of. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's a pretty good uh, summary of what we think about 2022 and where we think things are going. I think we're, I think we're generally positive, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's all good people. Like it's, the sky's not falling. So uh, we're, we're good. So, uh, uh, but I got to say, uh, speaking of Golden Pilsner, I am I am out of it at, in front of me at this point, and I also need to spill some Golden Pilsner on the thorny bush outside. So uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's take let's take us a little break. Uh, we'll come back in the second segment. We're gonna have some, some shout outs we need to get out, and then uh, we'll do some listener interaction. So uh, uh, everybody, uh, feel like we wrapped up uh, these last uh, last year and the, this year pretty well. Anybody any, anything else burning you that you got to get? off your chest before we could take a break nope also <laughs> ah, we should mention andre has a bit of a nagging cough it is not covid uh, so no emails nope. he's fine so, <laughs> <laughs> so just let people know that because uh, i remember last time andre when you had covid uh, you had sort of that same same nagging cough so yeah but, uh, yep hopefully this one doesn't last as long, as long. <laughs> right. <laughs> right i hear you okay well we'll take us a break folks and uh, we'll be right back back from the break and in this segment uh, we had a, a bunch of us <laughs> we had a bunch of stuff in the mail and uh, so we got we got to give proper shout outs you know so uh i've done uh, face casts on the uh, the negative pauses uh, film photo uh podcast facebook group uh, of all the things i've received in the last couple of weeks over the christmas holidays and um just very very cool stuff so we uh, want to give uh, some really good shout outs here so how about we start with uh with roxana why don't you get your shout outs out of the way so we can uh, thank these fine people for just uh, the just the wonders of sending us wonderful things in the mail how, how, i mean how, how good is that you know i always love getting mail and it i actually am going to start printing some stuff out and sending some stuff out too because i mean the holidays get so crazy so i have to really take my hat off to people who think 
and it's so heartwarming to send stuff out during the craziness of the holidays. Sure. Mm. And it's just, I mean, it really does. It, it makes me feel so loved. I love it so much. So, <laughs> um, and, and I think um, they, the two that sent me stuff also sent you guys um, little care packages as well. But um, it started with Bob, who we had on the show, Bob St. Cyr. And he sent some beautiful prints and a nice no. It was, I mean, if this was video, which, you know, I would I would hold it up and show it. But I'll definitely, I was waiting for this to, to kind of do something on Instagram to show it off. But his work is just so beautiful. It's so, talk about unique, like when I'm talking about alternative photography, um, and his, his work with, with the different plants. It's just, it, I really am in love with it. And yeah, did, then, he, did he send you the, the lumen prints? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was, I was searching for the word of what it was. I'm mm -hmm. like, it's like, well, I don't know. So thank you for that. But yes, the lumen prints are just, they're so beautiful. It's so um, inspiring, uh, especially when I was talking about different ways to express your creativity and his stuff is just mind-blowing so that was just an amazing little surprise in the mail yeah i'll go ahead and talk about what he sent me as well so we can kind of get him out of the way uh not that i'm trying to get him out of the way but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you bob uh, so much for sending us the stuff uh beautiful beautiful work obviously um uh, uh he is uh he does the follow the light uh, photography podcast and bob also uh he uh, was very helpful uh, he, he joined the gang for the silver linings project and really helped us out there uh it's actually uh, uh particularly helped us send some thanks to some of the canadian uh people that uh, participated in the silver linings project so uh huge thanks to bob for joining the silver linings team and helping us out there and and just some really awesome prints he sent me a, a note uh with it says hi mike uh thank you for having me as a guest on your podcast it's a pleasure to talk about photography especially with others who enjoy it as well in close please find a set of four cards two from the prairie and two hybrid lumen print cards hope you enjoy them all the best to you and your family bob st Cyr. p.s threw in a darker print and yes he did send me some uh, fantastic cards of his work uh also this uh kind of a like a panoramic shot a color shot of like these uh, looks like three uh, sort of uh, I guess they're like barns, I guess, uh, sort of a thing. Uh, but it's like a panoramic shot. It's a beautiful color shot. And uh, uh, But yeah, uh, Bob's, uh, he's, uh, at, I believe he's uh, at Bob St. Cyr on, uh, on Instagram. But uh, definitely check out Follow the Light Photography Podcast. He also sent me a darkroom print, a beautiful uh, darkroom print. Uh, that he made and uh, it's on uh, some fiber paper so uh, it's first i think it might be the first time i've ever received like a fiber print uh uh darkroom uh, photo and i can definitely see why people like fiber paper so much just the, the texture of it uh just pretty amazing so uh thank you bob for this uh these uh, amazing prints and the nice note and for helping us with the uh, uh the silver linings project as well so uh just a super good dude dude we love we love bob saints here so uh, uh andre did you get something from bob as well i did indeed um yeah, man, Bob really has me <laughs> inspired to pick up the 4x5 camera and head out and, and take some interesting photos. And I absolutely agree with you, Mike, that, you know, I've, I've always kind of poo-pooed fiber uh, because it's like, oh, it's so much more work. But <laughs> it really is special once you have it in your hands. And, and I think that's why 
uh, small prints, like, you know, four by sixes, five by sevens on fiber are so cool because you can actually feel it. They're not intended necessarily to be framed or anything like that. Um, my Kukavika really got me into the Ilford uh, Art 300 cotton rag paper that has, it's like super duper textured. <laughs> so I know that the first, uh, <clears throat> you know, thing that I send to, to Bob is definitely going to be a, probably a, a four by six or five by seven uh, dark, well, more likely five by seven <laughs> uh, darkroom print made from a four by five negative. Uh, likely my Toyo, as he's a as he's a fellow Toyo user, uh, printed on that Art 300. Um, so thank you very much, Bob, for for the <coughs> for the the prints and the very awesome. nice note. Awesome, awesome. And Roxana, you got something else? Um, yes. Also, and I just got this one in the mail was from Jess Hobbs. Mm -hmm. um, she's also been a, a guest on our show and she is, I love her YouTube channel. I love the work that she does. It's yeah, she's been active on YouTube here recently, put up a couple of videos in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love her videos. Yeah. She's a great job. Her. She does such a beautiful job um putting those together it's just so uh, i feel like when i get stuff from her i feel like it's like celebrity i'm like oh my gosh sent <laughs> me a print and i love it and she's like a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> i really do i feel that way and I, I her work is just so gorgeous she sent some some loma chrome purple I, I think my favorite one out of the bunch is like a set of trio, these these cute cows. I don't know if you guys got that one, but it's I think one of my favorites. So <laughs> and she wrote a really nice note too. It was really beautiful. And and um, like I said, it's just I'm feeling the love. So it was really amazing. Thank you, Jess. And yeah. shout out to Jess's handwriting. I mean Oh yeah. It's so, so nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very easy to read. Uh, so uh, speaking of reading, I, I also got a package from Jess and a little Christmas card in here. It has like a, a moose on the front of it. It says, uh, Merry Christmas to the Gutterman clan. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. All the best in the new year. I thought there couldn't be anything more Canadian than sending you a card with a holiday moose on it. One of our national animals. If only he was holding a hockey stick and a bottle of maple syrup. Big hugs, Jess. And I, so, uh, but also inside the package was a, a longer note, and uh, I got to read this because it's such, such a nice note. So uh, let's let's just let's, let's give Jess her due because she deserves it. Um, also, uh, a new member of the Classic Camera Revival podcast. Now they got some they got some young blood in there to kind of you know teach those old farts the, the the ways the new ways of the world. So uh, uh, they're doing a great job over there on the Classic Camera Revival podcast. So great to have her on part of that excellent knowledgeable team there. So. Uh, all right, so this note says, Dear Mike, I hope this finds you and your, and the family well. I kept meaning to send you something because I love sending real stuff to people, not just texts or emails. And I thought there was no better occasion than Christmas. I've included a few prints for the Gutterman Cave. Fiddleheads are a favorite subject of mine in the springtime. I love how they pop up as the ground unfreezes and grow slowly into big, beautiful ferns that cover the forest floor. I also know how much you hate the code, so I thought maybe you'd appreciate an image from warmer days. And there is a photo here of these these things called fiddleheads. I don't think we I've, I, don't, I don't think I've seen these here in Kentucky, but uh, interesting looking uh, plant there. Great, uh, great shot there. A lot, a lot of good bokeh or bouquet 
in this uh, this image. Uh, then she says, uh, the Polaroid is a one-of-a-kind night shot that I did for Polaroid Week back in 2018. This is the only copy that exists. So I have a Jess Hobbs original people. Uh, eat your heart out on that. So, uh, And it is a beautiful nighttime sh- uh, Polaroid shot uh, that's uh, at nighttime with uh, some some car lights uh, streaking across the frame. Uh, very nice. It's hard to pull off a Polaroid, so i got to give her credit on that one. So uh, let's see. To be fair, I have other similar shots that I'm keeping for myself, but I thought you might like this one. I use color 600 and my sx70 to get the headlights to streak across the frame and the last image isn't actually mine i found it in a box of old photos at a flea market i think it dates back to 1920s just so you don't think i'm trying to insult you i don't think of you as a horse's ass haha <laughs> i just thought you would think it was funny well sure enough there is a very old uh black and white print here of like it looks like a like a mother horse kind of looking at the camera and the baby horse uh, is turned with its butt towards the camera and its tail up in the air, uh, basically showing a, a little ass to the camera. So <laughs> that's, that's the horse's ass comment here in the note. I'm glad she does not think of me as a horse's ass, but I did find the uh, the photograph very funny. So nice. Uh, it says, thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that you do for the film photography community. The podcast has gotten me through many uh, an otherwise boring film development okay. session. Your passion shines through uh, in everything you do, from the podcast to the music you create for YouTubes and podcasters to use. And I truly appreciate all that you do. All right, enough of the mushy stuff. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season. I hope you all get a chance to spend some good quality time together. I'm so grateful to be able to see my family this year now that things might be calming down. And we'll be spending time with Jody's family, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Wishing you all the best in the new year. Big hugs, Jess. And uh, so, yeah, very, Jess Hobbs. So what a nice note. And just some some uh, I got a, I got a Jess Hobbs original folks. So I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to sell this for a million dollars. And there you go. So uh, thanks, Jess Hobbs. And I guess, uh, Andre, you probably did you get something from Jess as well? I did, too. Uh, although <laughs> it was quite unfortunate, I think from what it looks like, my my only like the only plausible explanation is that the mailman and some neighbor's dog got into a fight because it doesn't the the envelope didn't look like it just got ripped. It looked like there were teeth marks. Oh, Thankfully, no. though, it only managed to like puncture one of the of the of the prints. Um, <laughs> so maybe it's a the majority the majority of my highly collectible uh, Jess Hobbs originals have survived and on to make a fortune in the future. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, one, of- one thing I do want to say is that like I I love seeing what like stamps people use because you know stamps from different places just <coughs> look so cool. It's not like the stuff that you can just find at your local post office. So you know, to anybody who uses cool stamps whenever they send stuff, thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Andre's nerdy side is showing up here next. You know, he'll be he'll be a stamp collector next. So that's uh... no, no, no. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 Roxanne, is that uh, pretty much what you got? Yeah, that sums uh, it up. All right. Well, I got a, another thing here from uh, Mr. Kevin Lane from the Uncle Jonesy's uh, Cameras podcast. And uh, he sends me a little Christmas card. It says, Mike and Manette, we wish you the merriest of Christmas and the happiest of New Year's, all filled with peace, joy, and love. Merry Christmas, Kevin and Debbie. And there's a print in here of some some dudes uh, rocking out in a, in, a, in a little dive bar. 
And um, uh, I like there's a sign on the stage that says, please stay seated so everyone can see. Thank you. Not very rock and roll, but uh, to tell everybody stay seated. But, you know, hey, uh, if everybody needs to see uh, the, the these uh, bearded guys uh, rocking out, then I guess you got to sit down. So uh, <laughs> but it's a uh, photo is called Bar Band Myrtle Beach, South Carolina from Kevin Lane. This is a darkroom print printed on that Ilford uh, postcard paper. So uh, uh, very nice. Uh, I got me a uh, original uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Lane. Darkroom print now, folks. I'll tell you what, my I'm going to have a muse, uh, an art gallery museum of all your all's work, and I'm going to charge uh, $500 admission so uh, to see these things. So, uh, but uh, so, but thank you, Kevin, from the Uncle Jonesy's Cameras podcast, and he's been very uh, active, uh, putting out like about one episode a week now uh, for Uncle Jonesy's Cameras podcast. So, uh, if you're not checking that out, you're goofing in life. So, definitely check that out. So, thank you, Kevin. Very cool. All right, uh, next up. I got a uh, little uh, Christmas card from from Angela Solis. We've had her on the uh, show before. Um, Angela sends a little uh, card. It kind of kind of uh, uh, to all of us says, "Dear Mike, Andre, Roxana, and Jess, wishing you all the joy and wonder of the season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Angela and Kelvin." And inside this uh, little uh, Christmas card was a couple of Instax mini prints. Uh, another night shot taken on instant uh, film. I think uh, these people were people were brave, man. I, I I definitely don't think of instant film for night photography because it's it's difficult. I have a hard enough time getting instant film to work for me in bright bright ass daylight. So, but. Uh, these people are pulling it off, so props to, props to them. Uh, now she also sends me this beautiful print. Uh, it's like these two chairs on a on a pier overlooking a lake, and the, the sky is so deep blue. Like, uh, uh, really shows you what Instax can do with color. Like, uh, usually not used to seeing that vivid of a blue out of like a, a Polaroid film. So, uh, uh, Instax really popping in the blues on this uh, particular photo. Uh, so yeah, uh, very cool. Uh, thank you so much, Angela Solis, and I hope that you and your loved ones had a very merry Christmas and a happy new year as well. So thank you for that. Very cool. Uh, next up. We have a, uh, I got a, uh, a box in the mail, right? And uh, what's in the box? Well, there's a little Christmas card. On the front, it says, uh, an atheist Christmas. And one person is saying, Mary, nothing. And the other person is saying, same to you. And then inside, it says, happy whatever. Uh, so, Merry Christmas, Kevin. This comes from Kevin Dillon. And Kevin Dillon, uh, about a year or a year and a half ago, maybe even longer than that, I can't remember, uh, sent me a camera. Uh, I hung out with Kevin at the uh, walking workshop, uh, the FPP walking workshop back in, gosh, when was that, 2018 or something like that? Uh, wow, that's a long time ago. And uh, uh, met him uh, there, and we hung out together quite a bit, did some shooting together and all that stuff. Uh, and uh, he uh, sent me a camera. It was a Sears camera, the Sears KS2, which I believe is the same as a Ricoh, uh, uh, what is it, XR, XR7, that's what it is, uh, but it's Sears branded, and I love the fact that it's Sears branded, because I mean, Sears is such a uh, such a institution in America that uh, was here most of my life, and suddenly is just gone, like there, there was a Sears right outside my neighborhood, and now it's like a, a it's like a discount mattress place, <laughs> so very strange uh but yeah i kind of miss the old thing about sears you know and uh, uh the cool thing about the sears ks2 is uh on the front of pinaprism there's no name brand whatsoever it just says ks2 on the front of the body and then on the back when you turn on the back it says sears in small print on the on the back of the camera so it's very it's very incognito it's almost like a, a camera you could take out and like oh, i'm not going to be sponsored by these camera manufacturers i'm not going to advertise for them you know you feel like you're uh, you're uh, punk rock with your photography with it so uh but uh, um, he says, uh, sends me a note 
says, Mike, I figured you needed a proper lens so people can see that you sometimes shoot with the poor man's working man's camera. That is the Sears KS2. If you've already got one of these in your collection, pass it on or keep it for the 400th episode giveaway. Merry Christmas, Kevin Dillon. And uh, so what lens did he send me? He sends me a um, Sears lens for my Sears camera. It is the Auto Sears uh, 50 millimeter uh, f2 uh, lens uh, perfectly fit uh, fits this uh, uh, this Sears KS2 camera and uh, so I'm definitely going to be uh, this is going to be one of the next cameras I shoot again because I had so much fun shooting it when I did last time I used it I think I shot like I don't know seven or eight rows through it and uh, I love the um, uh, the meter in it and like the uh, the display on the uh, uh, in the viewfinder is really great about showing you what you know what your uh, exposure is and all that stuff just a really fun camera to use even has like a, a multiple exposure feature built into the camera so a very capable camera for you know what was probably uh, you know a budget sears model or whatever so and uh, the camera's black so that means it's professional right so is that right i know what that means i don't know just big old crickets <laughs> <laughs> So, but thank you, Kevin, not only for the, for this camera, but for this lens to go with it. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever sent you anything, Kevin, and I'm sorry about that, but uh, I, I, I definitely owe you something, man. Like you've sent me some really cool stuff in the mail and, uh, but Kevin Dillon, thank you so much, man. And uh, uh, this is definitely is next up on my uh, to shoot soon list. Uh, so, uh, and uh, yeah, just really, really cool. I'm holding this KS2 in my hands right now. I need to get out and shoot this thing. It's a really fun camera. So, um, yeah, and I think Kevin is Rico Shooter on Instagram, if I remember correctly. Um, all right, and I've got one more thing. While you, while I'll try not to bore you all with all these goodies I got in the mail, because, you know, I got more goodies than you all did. So uh, I know you guys are getting a little jealous. I get it. Uh, <laughs> so this one comes from uh, comes from Tony Skokovic. And, uh, you know, we had Tony on the podcast uh, quite, uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but he was on. And if you guys remember, uh, he was talking about a project called that he was starting called Homes. And it's uh, Homes is like a, uh, uh, a new, what is, what is it? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you, uh, it's to help you remember all the Great Lakes. Uh, homes is Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. It helps you remember all the Great Lake names, right? That's the word Homes. And uh, so, uh, Tony is Junction Rails Photography, I believe, pretty much everywhere. Um, and he sends me a calendar. This is the third year that uh, Tony Skokovic has sent me a calendar. And so uh, Manette and I have lived with his calendars for the last two years. And it we'll, looks like we'll be living with his calendar in, uh, in this, this, this year as well. And so we've thoroughly enjoyed uh, kind of living with uh, Tony's photography for the last uh, two years and, and going on year three with it. So he, he's this third year. He sent me a calendar. And uh, I love it. I think a calendar is a great idea for a gift to give somebody uh, where they you, know, you sort of, in a way, force them to look at your photography for a year. Uh, not that that's a bad thing because I enjoy Tony's photography, but it's a good way to good way to trap them into checking you out for a year, right? So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so these are all photos taken. Um, uh, like uh, he calls them. Oh, let's see. Let's read this note here. It says, "Dear Mike, uh, this year my gift to you is a legible letter. The calendar is a report card on my progress with the Homes Project. Since it all started with your podcast, it's only fair to keep you posted on the progress with the project work." Beyond the photographs, this past year was time to start looking, really looking into the lakescape more closely. I like that word, lakescape. Um, uh, there is a lot to be seen in a fraction of a second. I hope you find use for this moody collection of landscape photos that are, excuse me, are only superficially empty. A lot emerges from, from a familiar only when you look more intently. Hope you and your family are having a Merry Christmas with best wishes for new 2022 Tony Skokovic. So, yeah, I have this beautiful black and white calendar of lakescapes of all the different um, 
you know, Great Lakes uh, for his Holmes project. So I look forward to see uh, where he has, he goes with this. But uh, this is a fantastic start. If it's, if it's not the finish, then if he's keeping this thing going, then uh, uh, then he's I, I look forward to see where it goes because he's really captured some really great images in black and white of the uh, the Great Lakes. So a uh, very nice calendar that I'm going to enjoy spending the year 2022 uh, 20, with. So uh, thank you so much, Tony. And uh, uh, check out that episode with uh, Tony Skokovic where we talk about that way back in the the bowels of the negative positives library so yeah very cool uh I, I think that's it that's all that's all the goodies i got so uh thanks everybody uh, it's i can't tell you all how much it means to get this stuff sent uh you know we act like we we don't we don't get paid for this pro- for this podcast you know but we we do we're getting paid right we're getting paid with love love gifts and uh so i mean i, I can't complain about that right no and it's great it's it's oftentimes a a wonderful opportunity to to start you know a a deeper uh, relationship with the person that you know may have emailed in a couple of times, but actually being able to receive something from them and then hopefully send something back like becomes a great little like you know pen pal situation type of thing. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, I, um, I, I'm, I'm horrible at sending out things. Like there's so many people I used to keep a list. <laughs> same here, Mike, same here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, how's that, uh, those, uh, that the, uh, ghost, uh, uh, contest, ghost, ghost photo contest. You got those prizes? They will out? be going out when I have my silver linings <laughs> prints. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I used to keep a list of everything that everybody sent me and with it, with the, with the hopes of like, you know, uh, reciprocating and sending things back. And then I lost that list and then I just stopped keeping up with it. And I, I realized I would never fulfill it. And, uh, and I just can't thank you all enough. I, it's unnecessary to send us things, but we certainly appreciate it. And I am certainly sorry if, um, you've been waiting or watching patiently in your mailbox for me to reciprocate and i never did so sorry about that but i just uh yeah it's just it's been a lot to keep up with and i just uh man it's just uh it's a uh, very 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 cool of everyone and we, we certainly appreciate it so okay uh i think it's our uh, i do have a couple more shout outs we just got to get out of here um uh, a couple people using my music. I always give those people shout outs. Uh, George Griffin, his podcast, Flaneur on the Streets. Um, uh, in episode 51, he's starting to use some of my music uh, as some of his little backgrounds uh, stuff for his, uh, his break. So uh, thank you, George. And um, uh, Jamie Maldonado did a, uh, a new YouTube video. Please Waste Film was what it was titled. And he used some of my music. So check out Jamie Maldonado on YouTube. And if you're not checking out George Griffin with his podcast, Flaneur on the Streets, definitely check that out. Uh, doing a good job with there. Uh, that podcast as well. So, so many good film photography podcasts out there. I don't know why you bo- you guys bother listening to this one. So, uh, but yeah, um, let's see anything else here. I guess that's it. I do have. Uh, I think we got to finish the segment with um, none other than a. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's just read this email first. It comes from Joey Reedy from Awesome <laughs> Cameras, and uh, <laughs> uh, Joey sends me this. Uh, uh, the title of the email is Ethan Moses episode Cliff's Notes version. Now, Andre, do you are you too young to know what Cliff's Notes are? Uh, no, I'm I'm familiar. Okay, yeah, uh, that was how we. That's how I got through high school. Whenever I had to read a book, I just got the Cliff's Notes and just, uh, you know, that's a you just cheated basically. So, uh, but anyway, he says, uh, "Hey gang, I took it upon myself to do a little editing to the episode featuring Ethan Moses. I took out all the fluff and just left in the good parts." Hope you like it, and I hope you will consider my editing formula for all future episodes. <laughs> I fit the two-hour episode into just under five minutes while still retaining all the important information from the podcast. 
All the best, Joey. Joey Reedy from Awesome Cameras. Well, um, you can be the judge on whether or not uh, he, um, you know, if, whether uh, he just kept the good parts of the podcast. But if you happen to miss the episode with Ethan Moses, you should definitely go check it out. But if you, you know, I feel like if you hear this, you'll feel like you heard the episode. Am I right, Andre? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will finish the segment with uh, with Joey Reedy's edited version of the Ethan Moses episode. Uh, after that, we'll go to a break and uh, we'll come back uh, for one final segment and wrap this show up. So let's check out the edited version of the Ethan Moses episode. What was that? What episode number was that? Andre, like 376, I believe it was, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> At this point, the 377.5, I'm lost. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, if you don't want to listen to that episode, you should. It's a good one. Uh, but uh, I feel like you're you're going to get a pretty good taste of it with uh, Joey's edited version. I may actually uh, hire Joey to edit the rest of our episodes because uh, he seems to be able to really uh, condense them down and, and make them more uh, a listenable uh, uh, link, uh, which is something I struggle with. So I don't know. Maybe we should hire Joey. You think uh, to edit our? Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right, we've built it up enough. Let's check out uh, the uh, Cliff's Notes version of Ethan Moses' episode. Uh, after that, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll be back for a final segment. So uh, uh, we'll be right back, folks. Hello, and welcome to the Negative Positive Podcast, episode 376. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman. So, <laughs> <I've been laughs> Jesus, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> for shits and giggles. But that's a different story for a different day. It's, it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh. or anything, so maybe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, so <laughs> immediately. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> A banana hammock. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. It's like a dead <laughs> funny closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send me send me a DM. I'll forward you to my agent. Nice, nice. Maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, what could I sell a plastic range finder for? <laughs> nice. I need a, I've made a lot of bad stuff. 
oh, this is awesome. Right. (laughs) 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 That set the tone for the rest of your life. That hadn't happened. Nice. Wow. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Nice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, but, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what? What? Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Andre, what's next? Sorry about the background noise. Uh, <laughs> of course. Oh, very cool. All right, uh, Jess, where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> Coffee uh, sends me straight to the men's room. <laughs> 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 I like coffee. <laughs> I love uh, coffee. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't like <laughs> pickles. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and then like, get out of here. Get. Get. 12, 6, 21. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> making cameras all right do we have anything else i'm chad Everybody stay positive. Shoot some cool film photos. There it is. All right, folks, take care. A Gutter Man Cave Production! We're back for the final segment, and I hope you enjoyed at the end of that last segment. Uh, Joey Reedy's awesome uh, editing skills at uh, at uh, the uh, you know the um, uh, the Ethan Moses episode. I mean, do you guys feel like it really captured that episode? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the giggle fest we had, even without the editing. I mean, this was just like a concentrated version of that. So uh, very very much uh, well done, Joey. You 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 managed to to capture the essence of what it's like every time that we bring Ethan on the show. <laughs> I also think that in a way, uh, he's basically telling us that there's really no uh, actual uh, informative content to the show, uh, pretty much. Like, it's pretty much, uh, uh, we don't really provide any real uh, good content, I guess, right? Is that, <laughs> was, there a slight, was there a slight insult to the edit? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I certainly appreciate, I know from editing these podcasts, how long it must have taken Joey to edit that and put that together. And uh, that, that's what strikes me. Uh, not only did I find it hilarious, but uh, uh, just how much time he must have spent doing that. So a huge thanks to Joey for, for putting that together for us. Uh, uh, we will have to have him back on the podcast because he's always a good time when we have him on as well. So, uh, yeah, very, 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 very good, good, 
well played, Joy Reedy. Well played. So, um, but uh, <laughs> and speaking of well played, we're gonna play a call in here, and this one comes from Alessandro Canacchia, and uh, he is uh, at this point uh, the only person uh, that has been cool enough, the only cool kid that has bought the APS t-shirt off of our merch site, uh, which is uh, negativepositivepodcast.bigcartel.com. You can be uh, a join Alessandro in this uh, this fashion trend. That's the hottest trend in, in film photography fashion. It's taking over the world by storm. The APS t-shirt. And uh, Alessandro is the only owner of this t-shirt uh, at this point, uh, simply because um, I, I haven't figured out how I can order, order my own merch <laughs> I tried to order our merch for myself and because like the account is linked to me it won't let me do it so I'm gonna have to literally have like my son order it for me and pay him back like uh yeah like because I, I want I want to be a cool kid I want to have the APS t-shirt myself so uh but <laughs> but uh so let's listen to Alessandro Canacchio, uh, wax poetic about just the, you know, this, this fashion trend, this APS t-shirt. That's just, I mean, I think it's going to be on the runways, the catwalks. And, uh, so let's, uh, let's hear what Alessandro has to say about his, um, this wonderful, wonderful fashion t-shirt. So here we go. Our love of photography can take on many different forms. Sometimes it's a display case full of Olympus OM gear. And other times it's by displacing unhealthy food in the refrigerator with a healthy supply of Kodak T-Max films. It could even take over our closets by storm, like the hottest trend in fashion, the APS t-shirt. I never knew there was a whole yearning to be filled in my closet and my heart until I discovered the APS t-shirt. Like when my eyes locked onto the life-changing APS film cartridge for the first time, it was love at first sight. The ordering process made owning one of the many available sizes as quick and easy as selecting the print aspect ratio on an APS camera. It was shipped out promptly and I was enrobed in coolness in no time. Draping myself in velvet publicly may not be socially acceptable, but thank goodness this is. Since I bought it at the end of Canadian t-shirt weather, I haven't worn it enough to comment on its durability, but I'm sure the cotton American apparel tee will provide many years of comfort and style. What's not to love about the graphic on this shirt? Such an iconic Kodak camera design, it really makes me miss the feel of my long-lost Kodak Advantix preview camera in my hands. It was such an ingenious crossover between the analog and digital worlds, but I'll leave that for another calling. I opted for the white graphic on the black t-shirt. As an introvert, I appreciate the fact that the high contrast design makes it easy for everyone to see exactly how cool I really am, while keeping a necessary human interaction to a minimum. Unfortunately, the nature of trends is for them to come and go, and the hottest trend in fashion will eventually finish taking over the world by storm. I can't help but wonder what the next trend will be. Is it time for a 110 film t-shirt? Maybe we're due for a slide projector hat. Is it possible we've gone too long without peel-apart underwear? Regardless of whatever takes hold next, there'll always be room in my closet and my heart for the APS t-shirt. Everybody stay positive and shoot some cool APS film photos. Well, thank you, Alessandro Kanakia, for your review of uh, the, the, the APS t-shirt, hottest trend in, in film fashion, taking over the world by storm. And you are, at this point, the only, the, the only person in the wild wearing that shirt. And I'm sure, uh, like, like all of our uh, t-shirts on our merch site, it probably really accentuates the muscles. 
and uh, that's, <laughs> I think that's something that we, we make sure of. Uh, we also try to make it where the logo uh, will cover up your nipples and not let your nipples show too much. So I think that's we, that's something we strive for. And all of us, I see a lot of thought went into these uh, these merch, this merch that we have available. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, uh, Andre, uh, Roxanne, could you see uh, yourselves rocking an APS T-shirt? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, I know where you can get. Uh, so, you know. well, uh, Mike, I mean, I, I, I shot over the course of 2020 and 2021, three rolls of APS films. So when are you going to develop those for me so that I can really be a cool kid? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably when you send them to me and then say, which I, I, I'm, I'm no, that will probably happen two years from now or something. <laughs> and also, uh, when you include the camera in the box as my, as my developers and scanners fee, you know? So, yeah, uh, uh, that's, think, right, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, who was it that gave you that camera? That was, uh, <laughs> Jeff Greenstein. That was Jeff Greenstein. That's right. Yes. Yes. From the, I dream of cameras. Yes, that's right. Well, you know, I have to give Jeff to to uh, I have to start bribing him to you know, lay some guilt trip on you or something. So yeah, but because uh, I think I mean, all right. Well, what's that? You know, I just joined him. I just literally ordered your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I couldn't have him be the only one. <laughs> Great, great. Well, there we go. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, that's that's awesome, Roxana. And I, I, I'm sure that I'm paying probably a dollar or two to get it shipped to you. But, uh, you, you know, right. <laughs> you're right. But it's totally worth it. Oh, <laughs> Who's it's going to so join good. me here. <laughs> Very nice. Well, that means uh, actually, while my son's in town, I'm going to have to get him to order order some merch for me, and I'll just pay him back. And uh, cause I, 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 I don't, you know, I don't even own my own merch. It's ridiculous. So, uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, the only the only merch I have of, of negative positives is uh, Andre. Do you remember uh, a guy at, at at Ford made us some negative positives T-shirts, and it was like it was like really. I mean, I appreciated it, but it was. I mean, it was kind of it was the quality was not exactly there, right? So. <laughs> yeah, all, all the all the letters peeled off of mine after a while. <laughs> so now it's literally just like a black shirt with like a wide yellow rectangle on the front. <laughs> You should take a marker and just write negative positive podcast on it. <laughs> have the have the bootleg version. <laughs> right. I, it was one of those uh, t-shirts where they put like a it's like a really heavy vinyl sort of like patch that kind of I guess it's just like sort of like ironed on the shirt or whatever. And every time I wore it, it like landed on my nipples just right to kind of like oh. kind of so like uh it, it kind of Kind of rub me a little raw, you know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, Andre, do you, you have that problem? <laughs> I did not have that problem. No, I'm uh, sorry to say. Yeah. It must be the it must be the cold weather here. It's probably oh. I had that issue. But <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh boy. Well, all right. I think we. I think on this note, we should probably get out of here before I get more more lewd. But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so. does anybody use that word anymore? Lewd. Lewd. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, is it l-e-w-d is that right Lude? It is. yeah i think it's uh, l-e-w-d i think so they should spell it like nude though they should spell it l-u-d <laughs> that I'm would be more some, fitting yeah i'm gonna take some <laughs> i'm gonna take some lewd nudes you know? <laughs> all right yeah we gotta get out of here all right so, it's getting late <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's uh let's get out uh 
Folks, uh, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and I hope you have a Happy New Year. All the best to uh, you and yours uh, in, in this new year, and hopefully you've set some goals um, uh, and uh, all this. You know what? Shoot, I forgot this. I'm going to have to insert it right here. Uh, Mike Williams actually sent a call in uh, with uh, talking about his New Year's resolution for his photography, and I forgot to put it in here. I'm going to put it in here right now uh, because I, I do want to make a call out for people to send in call-ins or what, they are, are, what their plans are for 2022. I think that would be mm-hmm. a, a good thing to uh, get some call-ins about. So uh, I'm going to insert a call-in from Mr. Mike Williams, who is uh, judging and giving away the prize for the intro contest. Uh, so uh, he's going to tell us about his year 2022 and what he's looking forward to and what his kind of his new photo new year's resolution so uh play that here and maybe you guys uh, out there can uh, send some more comments about what your plans are for 2022 maybe to put a little motivation there so we'll insert that right here before we get out of here hey guys mike here and i think i make this call every single year you know it's the december 31st of New Year's film photography resolutions call. And I've had the same resolution for years and years and just haven't been able to do it until now, I think. I think I feel uh, really, really good about it. And if you know me, you know, one of my things is I've been trying to get down to just shooting with a couple of cameras, not buying any more cameras. Um, You know, just having a couple of cameras that I feel really good about, I'm comfortable with, and just using them, you know? Um, and not always shooting a test roll of, of just bullshit. And I feel like that's what I do a lot. You know, if you've got a new camera, you want to test it out, and you just waste so much time and energy shooting that test roll, you know? And then you get another new camera, and you do the same thing. Uh, what I want to do is just have a couple of cameras I feel really good about, and shoot the stuff that I love to shoot. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm actually at a point right now where I, f- I feel good about that. I think I can do it. I actually just got through selling a lot of cameras. I sold uh, my Pentax 6.7, which I know surprised a lot of people who know me well. And I'm not even going to go into all of that because I don't want to talk for 30 minutes. But yeah, that's my resolution. Just shoot a couple cameras and... You know, shoot the stuff I love. I'm not trying to make any zines or sell any prints or, or anything like that. I don't even post a lot online because, I mean, who wants to see images of somebody else's kids? I know that's super boring for you guys. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. What are you guys doing? Okay, well, thank you, uh, Mr. Mike Williams. Oh, man, I almost, I almost forgot to put that in there. I'm glad I remembered it. But uh, uh, for your <laughs> your interesting call in about your, uh, your, your, your thoughts about uh, your shooting going forward in 2022. And, folks, if you have uh, similar thoughts, uh, get those, uh, call, send those call-ins on in to me, and I'll, I'll get them uh, in the queue to get on the air so we can hear what everybody else's plans are for this uh, wonderful new year, we're going to call it. So, all right, now let's get out of here. Andre, uh, where can people check out your work? People can check out my Instagram account that soon will not be as empty at, uh, sorry, on Instagram at Andre on film. And Roxana. You can find me at Log on Instagram or Galonixor, my shadow account on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at guttermanphoto. Uh, you can email this program at negpositives at gmail.com. 
That's also where you'll send your uh, your intro contest submissions and uh, any call-ins or uh, or any emails that you want to uh, send into this uh, this podcast. Uh, you can join the Facebook group. It is the Negative Positives Film Photo Podcast Facebook group. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have an Instagram account, Negative Positives, uh, mostly ran by Mrs. Roxanna Angles and Casey Hall. If you submit photos to uh, Instagram, think about using the hashtag Negative Positives, and we will, uh, uh, you know, maybe get highlighted. We can all check it out. Uh, yeah, so you can support this program on coffee. That is ko-fi.com slash negative positives. We did get uh, two coffee donations uh, in the last couple of weeks, so I want to thank these people. Uh, first one comes from Bill 2. We all know Bill 2. We love, know him, and we love him. Uh, fantastic photography of Bill too. Uh, he has sends a little message that says Mary Exmas, uh, Jess, Roxana, Andre, and Mike may it be peaceful, healthy, and happy. Uh, and then next up we have um, Ian Turpin. He has sent a, uh, a a donation. He says Merry Christmas all. Hope you had a cool Yule, cool Yule. So uh, thank you guys for your coffee donations. Uh, so I want to make sure I get that out of there. So um, let's see. Uh, last up is. Um, uh, our merch site that's where you can get that APS t-shirt that now two people own uh, I mean two of the, the coolest people in film photography Alessandro and Roxana Angles both gonna be rocking the shirt now so uh, I mean you don't want to be left out you want to be one of the cool kids you can get uh, all the merch at negativepositivepodcast.bigcartel.com all right well, that's the end of the show we will be back in two weeks and that will be uh, with a guest I believe this next time so we'll figure out who that guest will be stay tuned for that until we talk to you all again Who's gonna Who's gonna finish this up? Who's gonna say the the second part? <laughs> we always We always do this. Well, let's see who goes first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> folks, thanks for listening. Everybody, stay positive. And shoot some cool film photos. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't think Andre wanted anything to do with it. He didn't try. <laughs> I was just going. Okay. Her, she, she was so excited. I was like, No, just let her go. Just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold your horses here, Mike. Hold your horses. I, I, there's something else I forgot. I'm a forgetful on this podcast episode. I mean, there's a lot to get to. There's a lot of listener interaction. I wanted to get out and all this stuff, but I forgot to mention we have to have our uh, our, you know, our, our original music track at the end of these shows. And uh, I got a, a, a new uh, batch uh, from Claire Marie Bailey. Uh, you know her from the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, well, turns out I was listening to uh, Sunny 16 presents uh, on location music and photography with Billy Sanford. Billy Sanford's doing a, uh, a kind of a series on the uh, Sunny 16 presents on uh, on location uh, series uh, of music and photography series that Billy Sanford's conducting interviews. Uh, his first episode of that uh, part one is with uh, Claire Marie Bailey from, uh, of course, the Sunday 16 podcast. And uh, actually, Billy and I sat down a couple of nights ago and uh, he recorded uh, an episode with me uh, talking about music and photography, two of my, my passions. And, uh, and so uh, I really enjoying this series. He's only got the first one out so far with, again, Claire Marie Bailey. And I found out that she has a band project that she's involved in called Mirror Gaze. So I hit up Claire and, and asked if I I'd actually downloaded it from their band camp and uh, hit up Claire to see if she'd be okay if I could play a couple of tracks through uh, some episodes uh, of Negative Positives, and she graciously allowed it. So uh, we're going to check out a listener music track from Claire Marie Bailey, her project, uh, band project Mirror Gaze. Uh, the title of this track will be Motorway. I will have uh, the link to the band camp 
uh, in the show notes so you can check out her music. Uh, very cool to find uh, another person in the film community making cool music. So, um, folks, if you happen to do any original music at all out there and uh, you'd like to be played at the end of one of these episodes, uh, by all means, uh, get those files to me and uh, I'll put them in the queue to air at the end of these episodes. I love finding out other photographers, film photographers that are making rad music. So, uh, all right, so let's check it out and then we'll get out of here. Claire Marie Bailey, her band project, Mirror Gaze. The song is titled Motorway. And by all means, check out the Sunny 16 Presents on location. Billy Sanford uh, doing music and photography uh, with the, uh, the episode with Claire is out. This uh, just came out a couple of days ago. So check that out. All right, folks, uh, I'm getting out of here. Everybody stay positive and shoot some cool film photos.
A Gutter Man Cave Production!